place where we aim to make you laugh, fishy off, educate, and be educated, and completely fuck up the intro to the show almost every single time. We are your hosts. I'm Maddie. And I'm Bernie. <laughs> <laughs> so sit down, folks. Buckle up. It's about to be a bumpy ride. Oh, yeah. It's going to be a bumpy one. <laughs> oh, man. I completely fucked that one up. I wasn't prepared. I wasn't prepared. <laughs> like, I, was, I wasn't prepared. <laughs> oh, hey, that's all fucked up. Stand by. Hold on one second. <laughs> While Maddie's fixing his hat. <sighs> all right. <laughs> My there bad, dude. It's a good thing not... we. It's a good thing we don't have a uh, video yet. <laughs> I don't know, man. I think it would have been funnier with the video because you would have probably. Sorry, I was like right in the middle of going through stuff because I haven't. So I've been super busy day, mm-hmm. super day. Um, but uh, I honestly hadn't even gotten a chance to really check my emails, which I had some very important emails I need to handle in there. Uh, yes, you check do. messages, get back to anybody, stuff like that. So while I was waiting on you, I was kind of checking it, and all of a sudden, <laughs> like the call kicked in, and I just accepted it. Like I went into autopilot, <laughs> which. Like I usually do, right? Like you end up calling me and then I just uh I just accept the call and then mm-hmm. it's like all right, cool, and then I you know take my time and I get my headset on and I get my position <laughs> and I completely forgot that we had talked earlier today by jump right in the show. <laughs> and you're like <laughs> and it's like this call is being recorded and I was like Oh fuck yeah, we did talk about that, didn't we? <laughs> so yep. That. Uh, well, guys, uh, welcome to the show. Welcome to the tribe. Uh, <laughs> another awesome episode. Um, it's been about a week or so since we dropped our last one, mm-hmm. um, which was our post Christmas, post Bernie episode, post New Year's Pumpkin, uh, <laughs> oh, wedding man. reception shenanigans uh, yeah, stories was... and fun times. And um, I was fucking shit faced. <laughs> yeah, well, and it took you a hot minute to like of- officially recover from that weekend, which is totally cool. Yeah, like I feel like that's a hundred percent acceptable um, when you're recovering from <laughs> really any wedding, but especially your own. You know, your own, right? <laughs> uh, oh no, but know. I was saying, I was saying last week's episode, I was fucking shit faced. I was completely <clears throat> shit housed. No, yeah, no, yeah, that was so <laughs> re-listening to like actually listening to it after I edited in everything. Yeah. Like I left in the clap, like I said, I was gonna <laughs> I was like, I think I'm gonna leave that in. <laughs> Fuck it. You know, like instead of editing it out, like but yeah. yeah, and then the fall at the end. That by by the way, everyone, I totally fucking ate shit going yeah. back into the room. Uh real quick, over my treadmill. <laughs> Lead slingers I, bourbon. I believe, I believe it's a celebratory. Oh, um, yes. 
episode of of sorts uh, tonight. Which we'll dive into that a little bit um, here yes, in a minute. So I'm just trying not to spill um, my lead slingers bourbon, the best whiskey in the lands. Yes, it is. I got myself a nice little glass of wine. Oh, look at you drinking wine. That's right. So we talked, right? You're trying to be healthy. You're trying to cut back on the drinking and the brewskis, which I think, uh, no offense, may be a little bit beneficial to the show because when you get as shit housed as you did on the last episode, (laughs) Bernie Bernie pulls a SpongeBob and he's like, I'm going to head out. Like, (laughs) I was. (laughs) I know. This is why we can't record after my football games because. You like as you said when you played the game with Melissa after the no wedding. no no let time out no no let's <laughs> rephrase that I didn't play the game I was forced into this game well, yeah when you when you're, when you're in this house during a football game <laughs> when you're in yeah, this house during a football game yeah 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 no, no I uh, <clears throat> I got I got fucked on that but um it's all good uh, <laughs> I got my tea here I got some tea I got some uh, some lemon honey. Uh, Sort of tea. I don't know. The wife made it for me. I get a little thing in my throat. Though. Like I get oh, a little, little tickle like a little, or a little uh, rasp. No, it's it's like that, like that sore throat, like post nasal drip type bullshit. Like the beginning oh, yeah. of like, hey, I'm getting sick. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm not playing those games. I got too much important shit coming up. So. Oh yeah, yeah, you do. Um, that did you was catch weird. That? I did. Well, yeah. So I was saying I had a little post nasal drip in my throat, and the wife opens the door and yells, "It's a dick." Um, she's I hope kid. that got picked up on the mic. Yeah, me too. Uh, so everybody, so that's the wife, Amy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she has now left the chat. Thank God. Mm-hmm. Um, just kidding, love you, babe. Um, but she, whenever she gets the opportunity, I, I heard stuff at eleven two from that hallway. <laughs> whenever she gets a chance to kind of peek her head in and interject and say something snarky, um, yeah, she goes ahead and does it, which I love her for it. Um, mm-hmm. But uh, yes, I'm sipping on some of that. And I'm going to go watch them up in the next week. Very important things. Oh, yeah. Um, I Definitely. can't be sick for this for this shit. No, so you cannot. I got to be tip top, tippity tip, 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 tip top. Mm-hmm. Um, so, uh, yeah, but uh, like I said, a little celebratory uh, whiskey here for the, for the episode for the evening time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because. Taste uh, my, uh, my tea. So, I mean, shit, you should spice it up and have yourself a little, a little uh, hot toddy. Even though uh, it's not I cinnamon, should. you just hot. make yourself an Irish tea. Hot toddy, just a little hot toddy. No, I'm a, I'm honestly, I'm, I'm a whiskey straight up weed through and through, ninety nine point nine percent of the time. Um, so I, I'd rather just drink my whiskey straight than, especially the blood slingers. I mean, the best whiskey in the lands. Um, That's true. You know, the only time I'm really gonna mix it would be like if I'm putting some on a very cold weekend morning here in montana like a very very cold weekend morning i gotta have my coffee nice and hot uh, Make then i will add coffee. a little bit of lead slingers bourbon into my black rifle coffee mm-hmm. and then i mean you have the combination uh that the gods drink that's um, true if i could it's say very true. true i've talked to some of the gods and they told me that. yeah but, bro, they, that's what we drink uh, on cold first mornings we drink black rifle coffee uh, mixed with some Bud Slinger's whiskey because it's just <laughs> the freest, most American thing you could possibly drink. And it is. It's well, the gods patriotic. are patriots, as your shirt says. Mm-hmm. And you know, in in uh, in celebration with you, I have to wear. Thank you, buddy. The hat Thank and you, the buddy. shirt for you. Yes. So, 
yeah so so big things um, big big things big things big, super big exciting things coming um yeah so uh let's get this going what are we uh what are mm-hmm. we talking about what do we what do we uh no, Brian. Brian, uh, what do you want to talk about, Brian? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, do you want to uh, do you want to give the uh, the listeners a little dosage of right off the bat of of some the the exciting news that you've gotten today? <laughs> the exciting news I got today. Yeah. Uh, I got some really cool news. Um, so, as many of you that listen consistently, uh, but don't just tune us out halfway through an episode. Uh, <laughs> I'm done. Um, I have been, we have been alluding to, like, maybe I may be a part of the Black Private Coffee family, but that, 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 uh, on multiple episodes. So today I actually had my official interview um, with uh, the GM over at our new fantastic, amazing, awesome, totally fucking badass location here in Kalispell. Mm-hmm. Um, and everything went, better than I could have ever been. Um, it was super, super, super fucking awesome. Um, it was an amazing interview conversation. Like it was really cool because it wasn't like your typical, like, okay, who are you? Tell me about yourself. What are your strengths <laughs> and what are your weaknesses? Yeah. Kind of, Why yeah. do you want to work here? <laughs> yeah. Like it totally wasn't that. Um, yeah. The uh, wonderful woman I had the pleasure of speaking with this morning um, was just super cool and down to earth and like unbelievably professional, but unbelievably like welcoming and uh, just just kind of made it an extremely comforting like environment, like like situation, right? Mm-hmm. Um, to have a conversation, which was really cool because it wasn't that super gnarly structured, like blah, 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 like bullet point, bullet point, bullet point, bullet point. Like mm-hmm. it was like having a conversation. Yeah, it wasn't, it wasn't like her reading off the bullet points of your resume going, oh, no. I see that you went to high school here and you have no, yeah, military no. here and this. Yeah, it no, it was like a conversation. Cool. Yeah, exactly. Dope. Um, and so we talked for about an hour and, um, Man, it was super, super cool. Um, I felt like I really got to kind of know, uh, you know, her as a person, as an individual, not like just as like a, like a general manager, like right, mm-hmm. like a like a like a supervisor position, like you know what I mean, like mm-hmm. like you know, HBIC, right? Yeah. So like, it was like I got to kind of meet her on on like a personal level, which was super fucking cool. Mm-hmm. Um, and get to know her as like an actual human being, which is super rad. Um, which I think is is a huge positive quality and leadership that that we are lacking in today's society, right? Um, Very true. Yeah, the ability to not only remain yourself in a professional setting in a position of leadership, um, but also to kind of maintain that humanity about yourself. Like you're still a person. You're still a human. Right. Mm-hmm. Like you're not just this fucking corporate robot. Mm-hmm. Um, so it was really, really cool to have this conversation with her and see that she's like, well, yeah, like I am in this position, but I'm also like a human and I'm a leader 
and, mm-hmm. and I'm going to lead from the front and I'm going to be down there on the floor with you guys. And we're going to be doing this together. We are a team. Like it really. So at the end of the whole thing, like to kind of, you know, long story short, uh, mm-hmm. everything went really, really well. And I was offered a position uh, working for Black Rock Club, um, which is a dream come true. Like, like mm-hmm. this is probably one of the coolest things in my work history, right? Since I started working 18 fucking years old in the last 20 years of being in a work workforce, work environment. Um, it's probably like literally like the coolest opportunity I've ever had. Um, up next to getting hired by San Luis Obispo Police Department like police officer. Like, mm-hmm. I, I would say this is like a close second because and, and not taking anything away from Black Rifle on this opportunity that I've been given, but you know, that, that was my dream to be a law enforcement officer in the civilian sector for 13 years, right? Mm-hmm. I, I tried and I fought tooth and nail to become a law enforcement officer and then I made it. Like, I'll never forget the day that I was called and told, hey, out of all the applicants, you're one of fucking three mm-hmm. like, that are going to the academy. And it was like, I, I'm not too ashamed to say like that moment in time, like I, like I broke down, like I lost it. Like I just I, I, I was so overcome with emotion as far as like not just happy emotion, but like like achievement, like achievement and relief mm-hmm. that after all this time and all the disappointment and all the rejection that I finally made it, right? All for it to just to come crashing down and get ripped out from them. Um and that was devastating. Um, yeah. It was one of the hardest things I've ever had to fight uh, mentally and emotionally. Um, and like I told her this morning, you know, ever since that happened, I, I've been struggling within myself for the last fuck, four or five years, right? Uh, mm-hmm. As we're coming to 2023. Um, to find myself again and who I am and where I'm Mm-hmm. Um, and in all the years of following Black Rifle, right? All the years of <laughs> following Matt, and JT, and Evan, and the Drinking Bros podcast when it first started, and mm-hmm. shortly after, you know, Evan and Matt kind of got BRCC going when Evan was doing it out of his garage, like type of shit, right? Mm-hmm. Like, like the foundation of it, you know, you and I both have been kind of following that company and that journey and that growth um, for years. Um, yeah. And to see who they are, right, and what they stand for, and the values that they bring to the communities that they serve via this company, mm-hmm. um, is, in my opinion, something very special. So to be given the green light, right, from her, the thumbs mm-hmm. up, like, hey, welcome, you know, like I would like to extend welcome this opportunity to, to you. Yeah, um, it really does kind of have that feeling of, oh, fuck. Like, <laughs> this this really is like a family atmosphere. This is something that I'm walking into. This is like, this is going to be a crew. This is going to be a team. This is going to be a family. Yeah. Uh, and I think it's something very special when you can go into a job or a profession or a career type feel and have that feeling. Um, I think it's something super, super cool that I feel like I'm not a lot of people in today's day and age and in today's society get the opportunity to have that feeling. 
um, with a place of employment. So, uh, so big news. I'm going to work for Black Rifle. Um, we are opening here uh, since that cat's out of the fucking bag. Uh, from everything I know, um, this is like the biggest Black Rifle Coffee Outpost location in the country. Like, dude, it's fucking massive. Yeah, it's cool you were shit. telling me, you're telling me what it's something like five thousand square feet or some shit. Uh, not even including the fucking patio. Yeah, <laughs> and, and you know, don't quote me on that, motherfuckers. Yeah. That could be drastically wrong. Uh, <laughs> yeah. But it, it it's somewhere right in that range, right? Um, mm-hmm. Massive. Mm-hmm. Um, from what I understand, it's going to have the biggest retail black rifle coffee retail shop area. Get all your merch in the in the country. Mm-hmm. Um, Again, don't quote me on that because I don't want to get fucked by the new bosses. Like you're spewing out a bunch of shit that's not true. Like I listen, I said don't quote me, okay? Mm-hmm. Uh, but no, it, it dude, it's massive. So uh something like seating for around 120 fucking people. Um fucking crazy. <laughs> massive retail section. You got the coffee shop, you got the outdoor patio. Um there's a specific area designed for like people to come and do like seminars mm-hmm. and like comedy shows and shit like that. Um, I know that they have kind of in the works plans to like spring, summer, early fall, like live bands. Do you like, I mean, I think there's like something like six fireplaces or something like that. That's fucking awesome. Like five or six fireplaces or fire pits. <laughs> like that's like part of the team member, uh, task list right is like mm-hmm. splitting and stacking fucking wood <laughs> like bro Bad how ass. fucking cool is that like mm-hmm. as a dude right as a fucking manly man mm-hmm. i can be like yeah i'm gonna go to work and split fucking wood mm-hmm. like how like i don't know if i want to work split. like i almost kind of want to be like yeah bitch keep that shit i'll give me a fucking <laughs> accident to do this shit the man way you know what i mean like how cool give is that shit the real way yeah <laughs> like i mean because the other big news within the last like month or so is that I got the approval from the doctor to jump on test. Uh, so... <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I'm like, I'm just gonna be fucking, you know, TRT'd up. Like, get wood. Back, like you're gonna fucking, wood. you're gonna Captain America that shit and just fucking two hand it. <laughs> yeah, you know what I mean. Like, it's a fucking manly hand. man's fucking, you know, dream come true. Um, <laughs> but no, like, so there, there's so many things on the table. Um, that this location can bring and will be bringing to the valley that nowhere else has. Um, you know, it, it's, I think it's going to be, at least if I have anything to do with it in the way that I have, as, as an employee, the way that I, uh, whatever I, I'm trying to think the best way to say this, whatever I can do on my level personally. Mm-hmm. Um, to bring the best experience to the customer that comes in. That's what my goal is, right? Because to me, this is not just a show up, grab your coffee, and dip out. Mm-hmm. The minute you walk through those doors of our shop, it's an experience. Mm-hmm. What you're seeing, right? What you're smelling, what you're hearing. Mm-hmm. The laughing, the joking, the camaraderie, the brotherhood and the sisterhood and the, the team family atmosphere. Something that I have lacked since 
you know, since being a team leader at 40 when I had my guys, mm-hmm. since you, me, Saucy, Payne, Escalante, like Becker, Armstrong, Gucci, Lanny. like the whole crew, Cheese, you know Jeez, what I mean? Yeah. The whole fucking crew, <clears throat> yeah. Andy, KJ, Nat, like, since mm-hmm. we were together, right? That family unit, that that core group team atmosphere that we all have the task, we know the task, we get the fucking task done and we do it together. We win as a team and we lose as a team. We succeed yeah. and we fail together. Like that's what I see this being. And I think this is a place where people as far as customers are gonna be able to come in and immediately walk through that door and kind of feel that vibe and feel that energy like in the air when they come into the shop Mm -hmm. and i want to make it in to the best of my ability with everything that i can do to where hey when you when you fucking come in you feel like you belong like you feel like that's where you as far as like because to me this is so much more than just a coffee shop because yeah. let's be honest, when you think of Black Rifle Coffee, do you think of coffee? Or well, I mean, that's something more. That's one of the first things that comes to mind because well, it's obviously because but from yeah. <laughs> the name, um, is there something but no, yeah, you, more... you, I think of patriotism, family, camaraderie, uh, fucking all the all the shit that they do outside of just the business like the first thing well okay so let me uh tell you my first experience with black rifle um it was probably 2015 no 2014 15 somewhere around there um and they had just gotten like online and like it was like really soon after they gave, they got online there was only i think they only had ak just black and like beyond black and silencer smooth i think they those were the only four uh yeah. grinds that they had cuz now if i'm not mistaken the first <clears throat> correct me if i'm wrong which you probably correct me uh <laughs> <laughs> the very first roast that they ever did before it was black rifle mm-hmm. it was like freedom roast or something like that right um no freedom roast came along later i think it was just black was their first one well no i'm talking about before it was black rifle when matt Mm. and evan decided to drop the coffee yeah and it was before they had coined it black rifle Mm -hmm. i think you know what actually it might have been because i remember the first um the first roast that i had was beyond black um and that was that was i believe or no uh no it was just black because beyond black hadn't come out yet but they uh so i had heard about them through my ex when she was in wlc the um the guys got together and pitched in for their subscription um and it was like it was something like a hundred bucks for everyone to pitch in for the month that they were there. And um they got shipped bags daily. Like 
they were oh, given fuck. yeah a lot of coffee yeah damn like it was it was something like or maybe it was weekly i think they got like four bags in like in a week or or some shit like that i don't know but it was it was something where it was like they all pitched in it was like 100 bucks they got like three or four bags in like a week's time span and then like another like three or four bags came like another week or some shit like that it was it was something like ridiculous but they always had that shit on a pot like it shit was always a full pot of black rifle and they had every every new shipment they got was a different fl- or a different roast um and i was like that's pretty cool you know like a subscription based thing like that and i was like i wonder if they have that shit for civilians and um so i looked into it cuz i you know i asked like well, what's the what's the coffee name cuz she told me like this shit was fucking good like I've never had coffee that was that good. And I was like, okay, well, I'm going to check that out now because, you know, I had just started drinking coffee again. Like, I I didn't drink coffee for years. And then I was like, you know what? I just started drinking coffee again. And uh, so I looked it up, and there was, at the time, there was only, like, four four roasts available. And um, I got, like, two bags right off the bat. I got Just Black, and I think I got AK. Um, And I'm not, I didn't realize that AK was an espresso. So, like, I got it, and I was like, Eh, not for me. Not an espresso guy. Um, but uh, I had gotten the, like, once I ran out of the Just Black, I ended up getting um, Silencer Smooth. And then Sniper's Hide came out. And then Beyond Black eventually came out. And then Freedom Roast eventually came out. And then they started making them in K-Cups. And JT or uh, Evan and Matt were both on the Drinking Bros talking about how they were talking about their K-Cups, because I was like, I have a Keurig, you know, like, I need the K-Cups, but they don't have K-Cups, and so I had to use the little reusable one from my cake from my Keurig, and um, they were like, oh, you know, we're going to be coming out with K-Cups soon, and, and the, the people that we're using for our K-Cups are the ones, they're, they're the same people that make the K-Cups for Starbucks, and they make the Keurig spe- like specifically for Keurig K cups that they make same exact one as the Starbucks coffee K cups, and I was like, that's pretty cool. And they were like, so your shit's gonna stay fresh in the mail, like, and they've always stayed with their fucking the fastest fucking roasting and shipping time for any fucking coffee company. Like, I haven't ventured out since I started with Black Rifle. But I know a few people who have, and they're like, oh, you know, Black Rifle, whatever, you know, they're just a fucking, they're just a name brand now. And it's like, well, they weren't. And just because it's a name brand now doesn't mean that it's not still good. It's not like they sold out. But, you know, like other other coffee companies, like like Evan even said multiple times that he was like, uh, these other coffee companies that they ship out your your coffee, they have that shit roasted like six months ago. By the time it gets to you and it's, you know, two weeks after you ordered it, that shit's already been roasted and packaged and everything like six months ago. That shit's going to be, it's not going to have the same flavor profile as it once was when it, when it was first ground, when it was first roasted, all that shit. He's like, we have the strict 72 hour we roast that shit and send it out to you within 72 hours and you get that shit within another 72 hours after that like you know according to business days as well you know but so it's like you order that shit you're having it at your doorstep within six days like 
and it that shit is fresh out the fucking roaster like and then when they were talking about have like I remember Evan talking about buying a new roaster and like Ross going like, well, how much is that going to cost? He's like, oh, about 1.2 million. He's like, what the fuck? He's like, yeah, it's like the world's biggest roaster. <laughs> like, you know, we have we have a fuck ton of orders that we got to get roasted and we got to get that shit out. We still have to make it fresh, you know, so we got to yeah. have a big like, ass like, roaster. No worries. But I mean, fuck, dude, like when you're when you're a billion dollar company like they are now, like which when I heard that number, I was like, holy shit. Like they, they surpassed a billion dollars off of yeah. in a, in a seven year time span. Like, holy dog shit. That's fucking sick. So sorry, not to, inter- not to cut you off. Interject. So when they first started, I went back through, cause I, I was trying to remember where I saw it. Right. Yeah. And I was going through a while back and I was watching the, it's who we are series. Mm-hmm. On Black Rifle Coffee's YouTube channel. Okay. Mm-hmm. If you haven't seen it, check it out. It's super fucking cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, so each one is like, like Evan's got one, and JT's got one, and Matt's got one. Like it, it literally is like for the founders of Black Rifle. This is our story. This is who we are. Yeah. Um, type of deal. It's like little small, like know, eight, twelve, thirteen minute long type of deal. Um, <clears throat> in Jared's. He talks about when he, like, how he met Evan, when he met Evan, and when mm-hmm. Evan brought this. Because, right, like, because Jared's, like, the fucking marketing genius, right? Of, like, yeah. all things marketing. The guy's just a fucking He's the genius. fucking social butterfly marketing genius. Like, he's, yeah. like, the networking fucking wizard. Like, he's yeah. fucking insane with how many yeah, people amazing. he knows. So, originally, they dropped Dark Roasted <laughs> Freedom. Mm-hmm. Under Article 15. Yeah, that's right. So that was the first, like, official drop of coffee, like, Evan's coffee, mm-hmm. like, was under Art 15. And it yeah. was called Dark Roasted Freedom. And then he goes on to explain, like, when that blew up, I was, like, flying off shelves. It's like, mm-hmm. oh, bitch. <laughs> we, we fucking got something. Mm-hmm. Which then rolled. You know, steamrolled in, into becoming black. So I, yeah. Like I said, sorry, sorry to interject. I just <laughs> I found it. I was looking. I was just I've been listening to you and and scanning through the, the it's who we are videos, and I was like, oh yeah, that's right. It was JTs, and then it was like three quarters of the way through. But yeah, so dark roasted freedom was was kind of like the first uh, introduction of what would become black rifle coffee mm-hmm. in kind of the history of it, right? So yeah, man, it goes back a long time. Oh yeah. Right? Cause I think, uh, was it, um, JT or Matt first met Evan and while, while Matt was deployed or not deployed, but he was, he was contracting. Yeah. I think he was contracting at the time and then he was, but he was overseas Mm -hmm. and he was like, well, I'm, you know, I'm not in the country right now. So we're going to have to meet up later. And he was like, well, I can, how about you meet my buddy JT? Like, JT's in the States, and then fucking JT yeah. met up with, with Evan, and then they fucking connected, and yeah. it just fucking blew up from there. Yeah. <clears throat> so, but I guess what I was getting at with that question was kind of like, you know, like, and you, you, you answered it pretty spot on to what I thought you were, you know what I mean? But 
Mm-hmm. With Black Rifle, it seems like it's, it's a culture. Yeah. Right. It, it's not just a. It's not just a copy. It's not just a copy shop. Mm-hmm. It's a culture, and the people within that culture are people who, not just veterans, right? Not just people who have served, but people who not only are supportive of our service members and armed forces, but also our law enforcement officers at home, our firefighters, our EMS personnel, right? Mm-hmm. Um, they're teachers, they're lawyers, they're construction workers, they're your average everyday patriotic man mm-hmm. who supports this country as a whole in its entirety mm-hmm. and lives those values of freedom and patriotism and unity and community on the day-to-day in, in their daily lives mm-hmm. to me that that is the culture of black Rifle coffee uh fans and drinkers and followers and whatever it's a culture it's a community um so i think it's super super cool to have the opportunity to be a part of that community of Mm -hmm. not just people but employees as well now right like yeah evan having the the goal to hire and employ ten thousand veterans yeah that shit's fucking dope that's pretty fucking and that was all that was all off of a fucking a troll to Starbucks. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. Because <laughs> like, they, uh, what did they say they were gonna they were gonna hire like ten thousand? Um, that's they said something like they wanted to hire ten thousand people or or fire ten thousand, huh? So I said furries, furries, something want to hire ten thousand furries, right? It was something retarded, and then Evan was like, "Well, I'm going to hire ten thousand veterans by, you know, by 2025 or some shit like that." Yeah, and yeah. <clears throat> they were like, "Oh, we want to hire ten thousand veterans in ten years or some <laughs> shit, or not veterans, but we want to make but, sure that we we uh, we want to open ten thousand stores in ten years or some shit." Yeah, it was, just, it was something wild. Yeah, <clears throat> which is I mean, but it's pretty cool. It's crazy because uh, he's up over he's up over a thousand veterans already, yep. like yeah. well over a thousand veterans I and think. one. <laughs> and, and one, yeah, now and one, <laughs> um, no, but it's uh, you know, what I mean, little things like that. And then when you have like, when you got a guy like, and it's almost kind of intimidating, to be honest with you, right? Um, you know, I'm about to be 38 years old. Shh, don't fucking tell me. Um, let's not discuss this any further. Uh, <laughs> You know, I'm about to be 38 years old. And even at 38 years old, there's people that you see out in the community that you look up to, right? Mm-hmm. Um, that in a sense you idolize or you just kind of want to kind of latch on to, and like in, in a metaphorical, <clears throat> metaphorical standpoint, um, and kind of go like, hey, I want to be like that. Like, I want to be like that guy, right? Um, I like what that man stands for. I like what he brings to the table. I like his mindset. And -hmm. the cool thing is, is so, you know, one of the owners of this location, uh, Mr. Andy Stump, uh, retired Navy SEAL, uh, 
just an all around absolute badass. Uh, hosted the Clear Hop podcast, um, which is a really cool podcast because you really get to kind of get an inside look as to who he is as a person, which is really fucking cool. Yeah. Um, but one of the coolest things about this guy is that, man, he just jumped fucking, he just went and jumped and skydive, skydive, whatever the hell the fucking you say it. Uh, seven continents in under seven days. Yeah. And all the proceeds from this jump, this triple seven, right? This expedition mm-hmm. that they went on, um, all the proceeds of it went to Folds of Honor, which is a foundation that uh, helps out Gold Star families, families of fallen service members, families of law enforcement, fallen law enforcement officers, firefighters, EMS personnel, all this, all this shit, right? Mm-hmm. Helping put their children through college, helping with bills, like all these types of things, right? Those in need that are struggling because the man or woman that was serving this country, not only their, this country, but their community passed away in the line. Mm-hmm. Right? Gave the ultimate sacrifice. So he just went jumped into seven different continents in six days. Mm. And all the proceeds of that is going to fold some on it to help these people out. Mm. Like how fucking Which I cool think they were that? they raised something like seven million dollars, right? I think the goal was seven million dollars. Yeah. Because I think yeah. that was the third seven in the seven seven continents, seven days, seven million dollars or something like that. Something like, yeah. Mm. So but I want you to think about that. Like how fucking cool is that? That a group of individuals can put a, put and give 100% of themselves and their time to set something like this up and go and do it to better the lives financially of individuals who are hurting and suffering from a loss. Yeah. Like, man, that's some cool shit, right? And that's something to be, that's something to admire. Mm-hmm. Um, that's the type of person that we need to seek out in our society and look up to. That's true because, you know, it's, it's, it's really hard to find a person like that with those values and with that mindset and that drive that, you know, you can look up to, um, that you can pull that motivation and, um, inspiration to do great shit like that because, in our um in our community and you know the veteran community it's we flock to one another you know like we tend to stick close to one another we you know we find a veteran in a crowd and we fucking you know you can you can tell the veterans from the civvies all day <clears throat> and uh you know it's we we have that same mindset so when when you find someone who is successful and uh empathetic and um does all this good fucking dope shit like for not only the veteran community but the first responder community the mm-hmm. teachers community like all you know all these different communities and charities and does all this shit you want to continue to flock towards that person because that person is successful 
you hanging around that person, that successful person, you are going to eventually be eventually be successful just like them. Yeah, no, and, and I, oh man, I completely agree. With you. Um, but I think what's more important is that when we do find individuals like that, right, in society, um, because the unfortunate reality of today's day and age in today's world, God, man, is that when we have this new culture of, God, just a, a vast majority of people that are buying into this mindset of, toxic masculinity and um you know every like like everything hurts your feelers and all this crap it becomes ever increasingly difficult to come across individuals like mr Stump. Mm-hmm. Or even, um, like, uh, even, um, like Mike Lover and, and yeah, exactly. And that's what I was saying. Like, yeah, you you look at these guys like Tim Kennedy, Mm -hmm. Mike Lover, Andy Stone, um, you know, guys that go out there there's so much more but you know uh uh you get like cole and dj from gbrs group um you got two lamb from um ronin tactics like you have all these guys right or even like okay like let let's take it outside of the military or the special operations community or service member community right take it into the bodybuilding community let's take a look at seth ferrosi mm-hmm Right, host of the uh, HWMF hardworking motherfucker podcast, mm-hmm. XIFBB Pro, uh, owner of Axe Sledge Supplements, All American Roughneck Apparel. Like, he's in the same type of boat, right, as these guys. Be a man, do mainly shit. Mm-hmm. Like, be a protector. Take care of your family. Take care of your community. Go out, spread positivity. Help people learn how to be more successful, how to be more self-sufficient, how to be more fucking resilient, right? Because at the end of the day, our society is not getting any better. So what we need to do is we need to find these men, like all of these guys that I've just mentioned, and we need to latch on to them and we need to watch them and we need to observe them and we need to watch how they do things, how they inter- interact with people. Uh, how do they express their, uh, you know, how do they express compassion and empathy and sympathy? Um, and how do they show and demonstrate their resiliency? How do they show, you know, what kind of work ethic do these types of individuals have? And then wake up every single day and try to model ourselves after these individuals. You know, be more like the Jockos, if you will. Mm-hmm. Be more like the Kennedys. Be more like 
the Mr. Stumps and the Mr. Torpers and the, the Goggins. The right? Yeah. Um, and you don't necessarily have to wake up at 4.30 in the morning every No, absolutely day. not. Fuck but that. But, uh, <laughs> like, <clears throat> wake up, piss work excellence, hard. work yeah. hard, and fucking set, you know, like, like we've talked about it multiple times in the beginnings of the of this podcast, um, in the very like, all the way back, dating like back to like, like the first, first couple like, episodes. Yeah, it's, it's like, like yeah, like set goals, set long term goals, set short term goals, set micro goals, set daily goals, and be okay with fucking failure. Yeah, because You're I know fail. I know for one, it's really hard for me to set certain goals that. I know I'm probably going to fail, but that still doesn't stop me from setting those goals and mm-hmm. trying the whole, mm-hmm. the whole point of your goal is it doesn't have to get completed right fucking now. No. And I think the other thing too, though, is like, so you had said like set goals that I know I'm probably going to fail at. Well, how do you know that? Right? Like, you should never set a goal and go into it with the mindset of, I'm probably going to fucking fail. I'm probably going to fuck this up. No, you set the goal with the mentality of, I'm going to fucking smash this and I'm going to succeed. But if I happen to fail, that's okay. I look back, I try and find where I fucked up, what caused me to fail, make those adjustments, adjust fire, adapt and overcome, and try it again and yeah. don't make those same mistakes the next time. And you may fail again because you've made new mistakes. Yeah. But you take a step back and you reevaluate, right? You do your own little fucking AAR and you figure out what mistakes you made that time. Yeah. And then you try again. Like it may take you failing four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten fucking times at the same goddamn thing that you set out to do before you actually fucking succeed but when you finally succeed not only is that success going to feel so much better right because of the struggles and the trials and the tribulations that you had to go through to get there but think of how much you learn not a, not only about yourself but about the fucking process mm-hmm. in the process yeah the from daring. conception the failures to su- succeed and success, right? Mm-hmm. So that's one cool thing that, like, like I'm walking into this, right, with a super hardcore open mind. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm a sponge. <laughs> like, I want to learn. Like, and bro, I'm not going to lie, I'm fucking terrified. <laughs> like, I'm terrified. Like, no yeah. bullshit. Like, you know, in, in and it's cool because, like, I hope they hear this. <laughs> like, I hope they listen to it, right? Like, I hope my GM listens to this episode. I hope it gets pushed up the chain, right? And because I've done a lot of things in my life. I've done a lot of really hard shit. I've gotten through a lot of really hard shit. But you know what scares me more than anything? Is taking on something that I've never done. That's true. Motherfucker, the extent the of my way. coffee making abilities is like <laughs> putting a filter in my coffee maker in the morning, not even scooping that shit out, just fucking pouring, pouring it, it from the back. Yeah, it's yep. about halfway full. 
uh, we're going to fill this bitch up with fucking 12 cups worth of water and we're going to hit her. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, which then Motherfucker, you're going to be teaching, motherfucker, you're going to be teaching me worst. how to brew coffee now, man. Yeah, bro, like, like, I'm not going to lie, like, that's probably, like, okay, maybe, if, okay, listen, if you guys are, are listening to this, like, rewind, forget everything you just heard, just stop right there. Like, just stop, <laughs> right? Like, no more. <laughs> like, don't pay attention to anything that comes out of my mouth from this point forward. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> like we hired this motherfucker to make coffee. Oh boy. Uh we fucked up. Um no, but it, it's something that's completely out of the realm for me, right? Yeah. It's a it's a whole new world. Like fucking whole Aladdin. New world. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh it's something that I I never honestly like thought about really. Like in the past, mm-hmm. I never really thought about making a good cup of coffee, a good brew cup of coffee. Well, no, listen. Okay, look. Like when <laughs> I make my coffee and I take a sip, I'm like, God damn, that's good. But it's not because I made it. It's because it's fucking BRCZ. Well, yeah. And, and it probably could taste a hundred million times better <laughs> I'm sure if somebody that knew what the fuck they were doing <clears throat> was the one making the coffee. Like, you yeah. know what I mean? Well, it's funny like, too because like anybody else could take a sip of mine and they'd be like, "Oh, fuck!" Oh, black never tar. again. Okay, cool. <laughs> yeah, well, right. We I got some mud. Black tar. Yeah. Um, um, I thought this was just black. I didn't think it was black mud. All right, cool. <laughs> yeah, no, I mean, no, bitch, it's beyond black. Get the fuck out of here. Yeah. Um, well, no, like, like, well, that's <laughs> way beyond black. <laughs> yeah. Jesus Christ. Yeah. Uh, did you put any water in that? Like, what the fuck is that shit? <laughs> Uh, but um, it's something that's totally new. Yeah. Well, and like the same, it's it's kind of like the same thing with me. Um, like when I first got introduced into the fucking steel industry. Like, oh boy, yeah, there you go. Coming from the fucking military, yeah. going into security, armed security, then unarmed mm-hmm. security, then mm-hmm. fucking grocery. Like, who the fuck? And I was just like, and that was just something to just kind of pass the time to pay mm-hmm. the bills for the meanwhile. And then which, so let's pause there real quick for just a second. Right. Because this is, this is kind of, I'm really glad you said that. Cause this is really kind of a cool topic. And, and so the show came up right in my interview, like right off the bat, like fucking <laughs> smack that first 30 seconds. Like, wow, that's really cool. equipment You got that. Do you do a podcast? As a matter of fact, I do don't fucking listen to it. Like, <laughs> yeah. Like, let's see how this interview uh, goes before i tell you the name of this podcast yeah, well okay so what was fucked up is that so, <laughs> so <laughs> jesus so i did it so so the meeting was on google meets mm-hmm. okay yeah well when i signed in with google meets i was already automatically signed in with the tribe email gmail oh shit <laughs> that i had okay. used for i think it was like the the twitch stream yeah right yeah. So it's like, <laughs> oh, so you use that for a podcast or something? Nope. <laughs> like, <laughs> no. <laughs> like, nope. What's the name of it? The tribe. The tribe. <laughs> oh, I should have. I kind of figured by the hell. And I was like, oh, well, there's that too. I'm, Jesus Christ. Uh, <laughs> so uh, I thought I was signing into my other account. Like, my bad. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck. Whoopsie ding dong. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Let's just start here at this episode and ignore everything prior, especially the first like 10. Don't yeah. even go back that far because <laughs> I sound like a complete ignorant asshole. Degenerate, degenerate <laughs> motherfucker. Um, 
But no, no, no. In all seriousness, though, uh, one of the things that came up when we were kind of just chatting about the podcast, she, you know, she was like, well, what's it about? Let's mm-hmm. talk about blah, blah, blah. And this is a prime example of that, right? Mm-hmm. Um, like I say in the intro, like, encompasses anything and everything encompassing life, right? Talk about anything. Yeah. So I want to pause you right there for a second because and this is going to take us off on a small little tangent. Way longer episode than I fully plan on doing, but I don't care because this is some really good shit. Um, some grade A shit, brother. This is some fucking grade A shit, which is like what I had for dinner. Bro, the wife found like a rack of lamb. Ooh. Like, I don't know what kind of wild fucking deal she got where she bought a rack of fucking lamb <laughs> because we are broke as fuck right now. So I don't know how this happened. But goddamn, am I glad it did because it was fucking phenomenal. Mm-hmm. Like this, like this is rack of lamb shit. <laughs> A one. Uh, this is some lead one. slingers whiskey and black rifle coffee grade A shit. <laughs> Viper scene. Mm-hmm. Uh, Kieran fucking the zombie apocalypse. Anyway, Rachel Team, go see it if you haven't. Unfuck yourself right now and go watch it. Yes. Uh, so you had just mentioned the fact that like. Okay, cool. Steel industry. We'll get to that, right? Because that's that was totally new for me. Mm-hmm. But you went in this timeline, right? This chronological timeline of military to armed security to unarmed security. For sure. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, <laughs> judgment. Okay, these are not my judging eyes. Uh, <laughs> I want to pause you there because one of the things that I had mentioned to her that we do talk about, and this is perfect opportunity and prime example, transitioning out of the military. I know we've talked about it multiple times on the show before in the past, Mm -hmm. but man, going from being a combat MP, deploying to Afghanistan, Mm -hmm. getting shot at, getting blown the fuck up, right? Mm -hmm. Doing bad motherfucker shit carrying a saw right like all yeah. the cool stuff all the cool things right all the cool mod deuce mod yeah, gunner mod deuce like, Open gunner, like all, the, all the cool shit uh coming home and then which we we dove into your history and things like that in the past but kind of going down this downward spiral and then trying to find yourself and mm-hmm. deal with some issues and then ending up working at a grocery store like Talk about a little bit of the kick in the dick that that had. Oh, yeah. It was such a blow to my fucking mental stability that Mm -hmm. I had to go. Talk about that masculinity aspect of being a man, right? Yeah. I went from a fucking hard charging fucking piss and vinegar, you know, fucking alpha male to a fucking grocery store bagger meat clerk. Like, right. Now, at the same time, (laughs) I do want, like, listen. I'm not, bro, I, I'm not talking down on men that work in a grocery store by any way, shape, or form. No. Um, in my not opinion, it doesn't matter what the profession is, right? Mm-hmm. I don't fucking care if you groom poodles, bro, okay? If you are working your ass off to get somewhere and be somebody, if you are working that shitty fucking job that you may not like every day 
because you are taking care of and supporting a family at home and you are doing whatever it takes, motherfucker, you're a man. That's man shit, right? Yeah. That is masculinity. Mm-hmm. You are waking up every day and putting on whatever fucking uniform it is that you put on to go to work, to make a paycheck, to come home and bring some sort of financial security to your fucking household and be a provider. Man, shit. Mm-hmm. That is respectable shit. And my hat goes off to you, sirs, because that is shit to be admired. Right. So I don't want anybody to get this twisted like I'm bagging on dudes that work at a fucking grocery store. <laughs> yeah. Because I'm not. I'm not in any way, shape, or form. Mm-hmm. But what I'm getting at is when you take a guy, like you said, that was like piss and vinegar, mod deuce, open turret, firefight, fucking high speed, low drag, high like... speed, low drag, gets blown the fuck up and survives. <laughs> like, right? Veterans Day. You know what I mean? Free like, fucking steak. Yeah, 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 right? <laughs> like, well, no, because you got blown up, was it the day before? Day before Veterans Day. Day before yeah. Veterans Day, right? So, yeah. um, 11, 10, 10. So that, that was your alive day. Uh, Skull. Um, Skull. Uh, so, all that, right? Like the G.I. Joe. <laughs> fucking poster mental image to now working at a grocery store bagging groceries right mm-hmm. like it's not necessarily a bad thing because you were doing the best that you could but on an ego level right on a self-confidence level for somebody who is struggling to try and find their place to end up in that position which is the furthest thing from where you wanted to be mm-hmm. let's talk for a very quick minute about like I said, kind of the, the kick in the dick that that was mm-hmm. and what it did to not just your, your, like your mentality, but also how you pulled yourself out of that. Cause I know it hurt, right? It was rough mm-hmm. to become the man you are today in the position that you're in today. Because yeah, Dude, like, and and like you were getting ready to say, like, working in a steel mill is something you've never done before. Like, you never mm-hmm. thought about doing it, right? So it's 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 a whole new challenge. Yeah. Now you've been there five years, and you're fucking kicking ass and taking names, and you're very successful in that field at what you do, right? Mm-hmm. So, um, so I want you to talk just a little quick minute because I think it I think it's invaluable, not invaluable. I think it's extremely valuable mm-hmm. to the listeners that may be in a position where they're like, man, I'm at the lowest of my low. Like mm-hmm. I, like this is the, the, this is the like most pathetic, pitiful job that I could possibly be at from where I was at one point in time. And I'm never going to get out of this. Yeah. Like, no nah, motherfucker, you will. And mm-hmm. Bernie's going to tell you how he did it and what yeah. it did to him and how it affected him and how he was able to pull himself mm-hmm. out of it. Like, so that's kind of where I want you to go with it because I think it's, Again, I think I think it's extremely valuable information for people to kind of hear that and kind of feel like, oh, motherfucker, I'm not alone. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, well, and yeah, run with it. Yeah, for sure. Um, yeah. Uh, oh, yeah, it, it was definitely a kick in the dick going like, 
getting kicked down those rungs of the ladder, so to speak, like you feel like you're at the top of this fucking totem pole as a fucking alpha male, as the fucking hard charging fucking combat MP that you were at one point. And then you get knocked down a couple rungs. Like I wanted to be, I wanted to be a law enforcement officer. I wanted to be a cop. Mm -hmm. Like, yep. And then we've talked about that. Yeah. And then I went into fucking, I went into armed security, which was close, but still not a cop. But I was like, eh, all right. It was like a stepping stone, right? Yeah. I was like, I was getting there. I was like, okay, well, this is just to pay the bills for right now doing this. Like I'm, I'm making good money. Why the fuck not get to carry a gun anyway? So cool. And then got knocked down to fucking unarmed security and then get knocked down to fucking a grocery store. And then get shifted over to another grocery store after the one grocery store fucking (laughs) shuts down, get laid (laughs) off. And so then the hits just keep on coming. Yeah. It was like when it rains, it fucking pours, you know, like, and, um, so going into that, uh, you know, coming from that top level, going, getting knocked down all the way to that bottom level, um, you know, it was definitely a hit to the ego and, you know, the way that I kind of got out of it was like, a, like I've said before, I just started making goals for myself. Mm-hmm. I, which these goals are still in motion. I'm still mm-hmm. working towards these goals. I want to open up my gym. I'm going to open up my gym. That is absolutely, you know, yeah. that is going to fucking happen. Whether it's here in California, whether it's in Arizona, where, whether I don't, you know, I don't care where it is, but that at one point, at some point in the, hopefully, hopefully before 2025, it will be a fucking dream come true. Now, I started setting those goals and I started kind of, since I was working in this grocery store, making fucking minimum wage, doing shit work, um, it was just basically like planning out how to achieve my goals in any, you know, any certain amount of time. So, and also trying to make some side hustle, you know, mm-hmm. going to school, using the GI bill to fucking further my education and get paid while I'm doing it. Like mm-hmm. I have one class left because I fucked up last semester and failed the fucking accounting class. But that was <laughs> Bro, just because I fucking I'm overloaded sorry. myself. <laughs> I remember yeah, I was so fucking pissed, man. I remember I'd be on the phone with you or some shit. You'd be like, ah, fuck this accounting classes. Did yeah. such a dick? And Amy's in the background time. like, hey, bro, I failed my fucking accounting class. My teacher's a dick, too. For whatever reason, I can figure that shit out. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah, so, like, I was, I mean, I have one class left, my fucking accounting class, to get my associates in business, in business mm-hmm. management. Um, mm-hmm. And my... The, I don't have to do it this way, but it's how I've set, it's how I set my timeline for my gym was get my accounting or get my business degree, search for a business loan and use that business degree to help me get that business loan and then fucking open up my gym. All in that meanwhile, setting up my business plan for my business, you know, and going through it step by step. Now, in the meantime, you got to make money. So you got to fucking, you got to work. And Mm -hmm. so that was where I started my, when I started working at fucking Ralph's after I got laid off from Fresh and Sleazy, fucking, I was like, 
well, this is the perfect time to fucking go back to school because I have flexible hours. Started there, worked worked there for two years. I could have had my degree a fucking semester sooner, which fucking sucks, but I took off a summer semester to go to fucking Michigan for a couple weeks, and that happened to fall in line of the fucking summer semester. Whatever. It is what it is. Could have been done with it because that last semester was the semester that I started working at CSI. And perfect, right? So this was this is so really another that whole new realm. Yeah. Right. And it was like, so I couldn't finish that last semester that I wanted to get my business or my associates in business because I started this new job at CSI because my ex had the had already a foot in the door working there. Mm-hmm. And so there was multiple people that we both knew at, in the company mm-hmm. who they were like, hey, we got I got an opening here or hey, I have an opening here. I need someone on my crew. And I was like, fuck it. Give me the shan- Give me the shot. Like, yeah, I have security experience. Like I have fucking six years in the in the military as a military police officer. I have two, three, four years as, as a fucking security officer outside of that armed and unarmed. And so initially I was going to be a fucking security guard, uh, you know, a security officer for mm-hmm. for CSI as plant protection. Mm-hmm. And the CSI or the the uh, the plant protection at CSI, they fucking they're also EMTs. They're certified EMTs as well, and they're fire. They have be, like we have um, our our plant protection guys. They're C- EMT certified. They are fire um, protecting fucking certified, and then they're also you know fucking security officers as well. Right. They do all kinds of shit. Like. They they fucking encompass the entire fucking first. They are the first responders of our entire company. <laughs> right, right. And when shit hits the fan, fucking they have to call, you know, EMS. Then they call them. Um, yeah. But uh, so that was my initial goal. Like my the initial job interview I was going for was for plant protection. Mm-hmm. And just so happened that someone else came up and was like, hey, actually, I have a spot on my crew, not plant protection. You won't have to work four uh, twelves making fucking. It was like, I think it was like fifteen bucks an hour um, working four twelves, and I was like, "Well, what is it?" And he goes, "Well, it's five. It's five eights. And I was like, "Okay." He's like, "It's Monday through Friday, swing shift, straight swing. That's it. Huh? Monday through Friday, you get weekends off." I was like, "That sounds fucking dope. I'll do that." And because- was the pay better on that? position than it was on the security position it was still 15 bucks an hour at the okay, time so still starting the same starting but the it same. just worked with your schedule better yeah to do that right okay and with with the four twelves, you rotate your days off because you're four on four off four on four off and it doesn't it, you don't have the same four on four yep off. so been there, doing, been there, i was that. like i'm cool with having saturdays and sundays off every fucking week that is dope. yeah which is dope. 40 yeah, hours a week off, man. yeah that's fine. So I was like, fuck it. I'll, I'll go with your, with your crew. And then, so I got hired as a temp with him on his crew working swings. And that was when my fucking last semester of school was, was starting. And I was like, shit, I set up all my classes for the morning and early, early afternoon. So I couldn't go to my afternoon class because I was at work. And then there was no way I was going to be able to wake up, go to my first class and have enough time to drive from school to work without being late. So I had to drop that second class. And so that fucking set me back fucking five years, (laughs) essentially. Um, Yes, but it, even though it set you back on the education side, 
it has the benefited upsides. you on the upside as far as the employment aspect. Of it, right? Yeah, because two months later, in fucking September, I ended up getting hired on as a full-time employee with the pipe mill. <clears throat> and that was an automatic fucking almost $4 raise. Boom! Uh, guaranteed fucking... It was still... It was Monday through Friday, but it sucked because it was rotating. And once... Uh, once I got through the initial training phase, it went to 12s. It was five 12s. <laughs> so that sucked. Well, which, and, and that's a good, that's a perfect example of not everything is going to be rainbows and blowjobs, right? Mm-hmm. Like, like you're not always going to have, like, like, it, bro, it ain't always going to be fucking perfect, right? Yeah. And this is where you need to learn how to take the good with the bad, right? Everything mm-hmm. is going to have, everything new is going to have a learning curve. Everything new is going to have an aspect where it's really, really fucking good. And then there's going to be a portion where it's like, yes, I could do without, right? Like, I mean, we could fucking definitely do without this part. Yeah. But it's all part of it. And mm-hmm. and I feel like each each thing, whether it's positive or negative, has the opportunity to learn something from it. Yeah. Right? And, so, and then also, too, you have to think about it. When it comes to... Like this is what I've what I've learned being at CSI for the last five years now is it doesn't matter how scary the job is, how unfamiliar you are with the job, they call it OJT for a reason on the job yeah. training. They yeah. will fucking train you. Yeah. They hired you for yeah. a reason. They see yeah. something in you. And in certain in certain circumstances, like say McDonald's or Ralph's or fucking you know, the grocery store, whatever. Yeah, you could just be a name and a number, but they're not going to spend the money on training you to just let you go. Yeah. They're going to, they're going to want you to learn. Yeah. And like in your instance, like with Black Rifle, I can tell you for, I can tell you for a fact, they have to be one of the most genuine companies out there that once they have you on the team, they want to keep you. For a long time. And they want to see you succeed. And, and they want to see you succeed. Man, and that and that's something that I've really kind of seen in and you know, we both listen to the Cleared Hot podcast, which is Andy Andy Stump's podcast, and, and we both listen to the Mike Glover podcast. Um uh the Mike Force podcast, I should say. Um and now his and, BRCC Mondays. And, and now and now his BRCC Mondays and and, mm. and everything that I've heard from Evan over the years of listening to the BRCC podcast and now having this meeting with the GM man it's you're 100% correct right like like I said like bro I'm fucking terrified I'm not gonna lie <laughs> like it didn't hit me until like halfway through my work I was like driving <laughs> oh, shit, out like, I'm starting something new that I've never done before <laughs> yeah like I stopped at a house and I took a sip of my coffee right of course <laughs> Uh, and I took a sip and I looked at my coffee mug, <laughs> bro, and it was like Mike Tyson just punched me square in the fucking face. <laughs> like, I looked at it and I immediately got like cold sweats, and I was like, <laughs> "Oh boy, what did I like?" Do? I've worked at like I've worked in the food industry before, right? right? Like mm-hmm. I've been a server shit. Yeah, I've never done anything like this, <laughs> and I was like. Oh, what the fuck did I just get myself into? <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Like, 
it was immediately kind of like that panic. Like I went into panic. I was like, I don't know if I'm ready for this. Can I handle this? Can I do this? And then I kind of like had to like metaphorically slap myself back into reality and go, yeah, motherfucker, you got this. <laughs> like, I can't tell you how many times there were things that I didn't know that I was terrified to learn. But when you go into something with an open mind of, hi, hey, how's it going? Uh, I'm the fucking idiot here. I'm the FNG here. I'm the yeah. fucking new guy. So yeah, teach me. <laughs> yeah, show me how to do this, and I'll fucking do it. Mm-hmm. Like that. Like that's the cool part, right? And like the, you get the... to be like, I'm fucking special. <laughs> we'll see. And the best me, part about it, special, like I'm not gonna be special anymore. Like this is really cool. Like yeah. I'm really excited to not be fucking dumb when it comes to fucking making coffee. Yeah. Like, well, I'm super see, the best part about it too is we have a one up on civilians, us as veterans. Because we learn the hard way how to learn fast. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> learn right fast. Do yeah. now. Yeah. <laughs> you know? So, and that's one thing I've always kind of taken like, into hey, every job. Hey, did you hear that bullet go by your head? Yeah. That was really scary. Yeah, you better learn real fuck quick how not to get hit by this. Yeah. <laughs> like, real fast. Yeah. Like, Otherwise, this would be a bad day for you. <laughs> like, you mm-hmm. know what I mean? No, I but, totally agree. Totally you know, understand. like, that, and that's, like... One of the things I've always taken in every job that I've gotten out of the military, like from getting out of the military is that's one of my go-to strengths is I learn real fast. Yeah. Like, uh, yeah. Me too. Yeah. I'm the same way. You show me how to do it right. Mm-hmm. I'll, t- I'll do it right. Like yeah. don't show me how to do it fucked up because then I'm just going to do it fucked up. Mm-hmm. If you teach me, I will fucking learn. Yes. I'm not unteachable. And, and you know show I mean? me. And then make me do it. Exactly. Because I don't learn by watching other people do shit. No, fuck that. Yeah. Like, you <laughs> go, hey, you're going to take these ingredients. Like, mm-hmm. hey, wake up. Take the fucking ingredients. Put them in your hands. Okay, here's yeah. what you're going to do. You're going to put all these in here like this with these increments. Okay, now do it with me. Do it. Mm-hmm. And then you're going to do this. And if you were to be like, all right, stand there. And you just watch me do this five times mm-hmm. and then go do it. I'd be like, uh, what, what I'm did you grab this all up? Yeah. Like, yeah, but it's, it's, it's going to be like, like Keenan and Kel and good burger when they fucking, when they work at Mondo burger, <laughs> yeah, and they're just fucking throwing all kinds of ingredients. Yeah. The Cause you don't know what the fuck you're doing. Cause yeah. all you did was watch some, like, I hate that yeah. shit where you go into the job and like, okay, you're going to watch this onboard training video. And then you're going to get out there and be somebody little guy. And you're like, what the fuck I do right now? Like, mm-hmm. like no, dude. Like, show me, make me do. Like that. Like, like that's it. Yeah. And like you said, like in the military, it's very much the same way, right? Like, you have to learn right quick. Yeah. And I'm gonna show you once. Mm-hmm. You watch. Okay. Go do. And I'm gonna make you fucking do it in front of me, so you can show me that you do it right. Yeah. And then I'm gonna be like, okay, cool. Yeah, you're like 10% proficient. Go like pretend you're 100%. Get the fuck out of here. Go do it. You know what <laughs> yeah. I mean? Like, and if anything so, else. So you're right. If anything else, <laughs> fake it till you make it, you know? <laughs> yeah. So, so like. No, well, I mean, and. I and, and, and no, you can't. But no, uh, like when it comes down to when it comes down to military teachings, they, you know, we use the crawl, the crawl, walk, run phase. Well, in the walk phase, you're doing everything yourself. 
the crawl phase yes. is your like yes. your instructional video, your power death by PowerPoint. And then they're like, okay, we're going to put this into practice right fucking now. Same day, same time, time now. Mm-hmm. We're doing this yeah. right now. And you're like, wait a minute. You said this was the walk phase. Why are we running? Oh, because we already skipped the walk phase. We're out to the fucking running phase. So yeah. now let's do this fucking full speed. Yeah. <laughs> like the walk like, phase like- was 70%. Now we're doing the run phase at 100%. Don't yeah. shoot your battle buddy in the back. <laughs> Yeah, 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 exactly. yeah, like you know, it, it's and you're you're 100 right. Like, yes, those of us in the military, we do have a slight leg up on the regular civilian sector of the population because we we were kind of bred with that, right? Like, like we're molded and and, and bred with that mindset of the crawl, crawl, walk, run, but like, hey, it's more like uh, crawl, run, sprint type yeah. of thing. Yeah. Right. Like you got to figure shit out real fast. Um, you're crawling so, on two feet and you're right. Walking but at a fucking range walk. We are, <laughs> we're sponges, dude. Like, like yeah. we pick things up really, really quickly because we have to. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think that's what makes us valuable from the workforce because mm-hmm. a vast majority of us, we don't have this stubborn mindset of like, yeah, I fucking know what I'm doing. Shut up. Yeah. Right. We're not arrogant about it. No, we're, like, we're very kind of like, like we do have a, a pretty good sense of humility. Like, mm-hmm. like, Hey, I'm fucking dumb. Show me how to do this. Like, like, yeah. teach me. Can you break this down? Barney style, please. Like, yeah, exactly. When I say that to people, they're all, they always oh, look God. at me like, the fuck are you talking? Break what? Break yeah. it down. Barney yeah. style. So, like, so think about so, it. So the phrases that I love, you. right. The phrases I love. <laughs> that people look at you like you're fucking spent are mm-hmm. like break down Barney style. Right. Mm-hmm. I, I get looks all the time with that one. Uh, it would be hoovy. Well, yeah, of course. That's one of my fucking favorites. Mm-hmm. Um, I think my kid even used that to another kid at school. Like, it would be like, that. Mm-hmm. like hey, it would fucking be hoovy to knock it off. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, uh, those are my two favorites. Mm-hmm. And then, and then the my kiss third method, favorite is unfuck yourself. Uh, like yeah, that's... Uh, unfuck yourself, and you you're not using the kiss method. Keep it simple, stupid. Come on. Yes, yes, and yeah. and I think that man, that's such a like. I I love the kiss method because yeah, if more of us took the kiss method and applied it to everyday shit. Oh my god, my there wouldn't god, be there wouldn't be traffic different. on the freeway. Fuck, dude. <laughs> yeah, dude. <laughs> it wouldn't take you four hours to go ten miles on the four or five freeway. You fucking mm-hmm. rush hour time. But like, no, you're 100 percent true. Uh, uh, not true. You're 100 percent correct. Like, uh, sometimes my brain gets a little faster than my mouth. Um, like in this instance, right? Like, like I said, man, I'm fucking terrified. Like, I'm, <laughs> I don't know why, dude. I'm like, just I'm so scared. Uh, but that fear, to me, that what's really cool about that fear is that. It's going to make me go into this situation with so much more of an open mind. And just that, like. Oh, I was going to say, just open mind. We'll, we'll clap yeah, it there. Yeah, open mind. So yeah. We can, yeah. And then we'll kind of taper this off when we come back in and we'll, we'll finish it off because it was supposed to be a 45 minute episode. <laughs> I know. Now, now we're into an hour and a half. <laughs> Whoopsies. That's what happens when we skip a week and then I'll whiskey and we got good stuff to talk about. Like, yeah. The cool thing about this episode is. It's way more toned down. Yeah, like you're fun, or you're fully 100 percent checked in. 
<laughs> yeah. Well, I've I've literally only had this one fucking glass. A of glass wine of wine, and I've had <laughs> one glass of whiskey. Yeah. Uh, and everything's flowing really well, and you're not falling face first in your chair. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, there's still time, but and we're good. <laughs> do 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 do. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, sorry guys, again, uh, for those of you that are new listeners that haven't taken the time to go back and listen to our old episodes, um, <laughs> if you don't have to, fuck it. Uh, we record, we record all this shit on Zoom. Um, most of the time you wouldn't even know that this happens because Bernie is a fucking mastermind when it comes to like splicing this bitch together. Yes, <laughs> I, I do edit every episode. <laughs> you just a really good job. Uh, the reason why that's not on me is because, well, I would fuck it up. <laughs> um, <laughs> I just yeah, I'm not that good with that stuff. Uh, Bernie is so Bernie, thanks, bud. Um, Zoom switched. It used to be like a, a never ending amount of time that you could have for your meetings and recording time. Mm-hmm. Uh, now they said, get fucked, or you're gonna pay us for anything over 40 minutes. So yeah, now we have masters. to literally record in 40 minute increments, and then Bernie's got to go back in and he's got to cut stuff out, he's gonna splice shit together. It makes like, editing a fucking nightmare. <laughs> it does, but you, you've gotten really good at it. Um, and again, one of those new things, I didn't know a fucking thing about that, Zoom or see? splicing or editing until we started this. <laughs> <laughs> like a, yeah, a year so, ago. <laughs> uh, but where do we clap it? Where do we... Um, we clapped at... Uh, shit, I forget. My, yeah, a, anyway. Uh, open-minded. open-minded. Yes, that's right. Open-minded. So... Um, <laughs> for a couple of degenerates. Mm-hmm. Um, but all the TV. I, I think, yeah. <laughs> uh, I think that that fear allows me to kind of check myself, right, mm-hmm. and allows me to come into this situation and many situations like this that I've been in the past, and I'll be in in the future. Where I don't know shit about fuck when it comes to something. And I'm being put in a position where I got to learn real fast yeah. from somebody who, who knows shit about fuck, which is really cool when you have those people around. Um, because I'm like, again, hi, uh, FNG, don't know shit about mm-hmm. fuck. Teach me shit about fuck. Yeah. I'm going to learn. I'm going to, I'm going to take it in. I'm going to soak it up and I'm going to, to become you know the 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 a student will become the master right the teacher like mm-hmm. <clears throat> so when you go into something with that mindset if, if you kind of check your ego at the door man you're going to be so much more successful yeah because you're willing to learn you're open-minded you're ready to soak up the information and you don't have anything as a blocker like it's just mm-hmm. there and you're just like yeah cool mm-hmm. fucking learn it I like learning it's really fun it's really cool and it also helps too if you're learning about shit that you're actually interested in no 100 percent. like and that's the thing like that's another thing you know like you said you went to you went from that high being badass right bamf and then you're at this low being like a bagger (laughs) and then you're like Dude, this sounds interesting. Mm-hmm. I'll take it. Yeah, I was like, and "Fuck it, it's a pay raise, and like, it's, it sounds interesting." And then, yeah, and you're like, Whoa, "I've gone is- through 
Let's see. Like some of the videos you have sent me from work. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, whoa. Yeah. Don't put me in charge of that shit. People will die. <laughs> like, yeah. You do some crazy shit mm-hmm. with metal. Steel. Like steel. Mm-hmm. Like liquid steel. Yeah. Like really liquid hot, hot magma. Yeah. Fuck magma. <laughs> Magma. Like <laughs> well and and that's just where I'm at now. Like right. it's even crazier back when I was in the pipe mill or even when I was in the water district, fucking doing that, or even fucking even shipping out pipe. Like that was one thing that was that was probably the easiest job I had at CSI was shipping mm-hmm. out pipe and shipping out the fucking coils on the rail cars. Like that was cool because you get to jump up in the fucking rail cars every day. Mm-hmm. But it was hard, heavy fucking, you know, hard labor. Yes. Which I was like, "Eh, I could do away with this. And then the fucking position at the pipe mill came up and I was like, yeah, yeah, please. I'll take a fucking full white hat position, full-time position. uh, Especially like when you've got bodies like ours. Yeah. (laughs) I'll take the gym and I'll like lift with structure Mm -hmm. and like a plan and a program and like all this shit. Right. Mm-hmm. Which, by the way, I'm a certified master personal trainer. My business, Madman Fitness. If you guys want to know, hit me up, DM me, slide in the DMs at Magic Bathroom Thirty on Instagram. Okay, we're done with that. Uh, I'll take care of you. Uh, but uh, information will no. be in the description. <laughs> That's right. Um, but yeah, like when you get our bodies like ours, and you're just like, yo, <laughs> it's not that my I back can't handle this anymore. Labor, it's my legs and my back. My shoulders, my ankles, and my everything's. I wake up and I sound like a fucking a bowl of Rice Krispies, a snap crackle and pop every (laughs) fucking morning. Yeah, so so and I'm not even that old. I'm turning thirty four this year. Fuck, man. (laughs) Stop it, bro. Thirty eight and less than one. I know. Um, which you guys didn't hear that. Cut that shit out, right? And splice that shit the fuck out of this. Yeah. I think I'm gonna I'm gonna turn the volume up on that portion. (laughs) You're gonna fucking all of a sudden it's gonna be like I'm turning 38 in less than a month. Uh, um, (laughs) But so you went from that and then you went to something else. And I if I'm not mistaken, like you've done like what three or four different things in the five years you've been with this company? Oh, I've I've done let's see, I started at the Galaxy shipping. Then I went to the pipe mill as a UT inspector. And then I went to the pipe shipping as a shipping for them. And then I went to the water district. And then I went to the five stand, which is a, um, a reducer. Um, and then now I'm at where I'm at. So six different positions in five years. <laughs> Man, that's a lot of learning cool shit, right? Yeah. Like That's a lot of and terrifying new wish. Which- Every piece of equipment can and or will kill you if you give it the chance. That's what yes. I tell every new guy. Every new, yeah. every fucking FNG that comes through the fucking, whether they're a temp or a, a higher on, I tell them, look, if I'm training you, I'm going to give you one good piece of advice. Anything and everything in this mill can and will give you, will kill you if you give it the chance. Yeah. Don't be that guy. Yeah. He's not on my shift. I don't have to worry. Like, I'm not too worried about getting murdered by France press. I mean, the, I mean, it could listen. The, it could happen. The chances are never zero. <laughs> but compared to your job, right? Yeah. I'm not too concerned about being the victim of a France press attack. 
Yeah. I think true. I'm okay. Like, I, I feel like this is probably like of all the jobs I could <laughs> Like, the wife is probably like, oh, thank you, Jesus. Like, this is the least amount of stress I'm going to fucking possibly have at the moment. Like, <laughs> there, there really is not much this motherfucker can do at work to severely and seriously injure himself. Yeah. I will find a way. <laughs> like, <laughs> Do not underestimate hey, those uh those espresso the espresso steamer things, they're really fucking hot. Stay away from them. Don't put your mouth on them. So don't <laughs> like put my face yeah. right over, right? Is what Yes, don't I do am. that. That's probably a good a good starter. Uh starter I've got one a caution. lot to learn yeah. from personal experience. Uh like every like so you know when you see that sign, it's usually cause somebody did it. Mm-hmm. There's a reason there's, <laughs> there's a reason there's a warning label on bleach and it says don't drink because someone drank it. As and that's why that's why they lock up Tide Pods now. <laughs> yes. So uh yeah, man, like it's so it's super cool to to know that like you know, you went through it, right? You went through that and, and you went through all these periods, these six different periods in five years of having to learn something new. And then you just Shit, excel in less than right? five like, years, five years. Yeah. My five year mark isn't going to come up until November, actually. Okay. So less than five four years, years. <laughs> six different positions at the same company within less than five years. Yeah. Like, man, that's fucking cool. Like that's wild. Right. Yeah. But that just goes to show what you can do. If you put your ego aside, you have a little bit of humility, you humble yourself and you go into something with an open mind, with the willingness to learn and then excel, right? So that's what I'm taking from this. Number one, I'm extremely excited to go to work for a company that I truly full-heartedly, in my soul, with everything I have, believe in not only the vision, but the mission of the company, right? The goals that they set forth. To build that culture of individuals within my community, within the Flathead Valley, right? And expand that outward, I think is, is ultimately what I want to be. That's, that's what I want to bring to the table. Um, but also stepping as far out of my comfort zone as I possibly fucking could. Right? Like, I would be more in my comfort zone learning to work with a fucking tiger <laughs> than I am learning to go make coffee proficiently. Yeah. Right? Like, but now it's cool because I have this, not only, not only am I terrified, but I'm super excited, which is giving me this like hypersensitive uh, fascination with learning. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's also giving me something that I really want to excel at. Yeah. Like I want, like I want to be the best. Mm-hmm. Like I want to make the best goddamn espresso that anybody's ever fucking taste. <laughs> right? Like I want to do the best France press. And, and all the lands. Yeah. And the, I want my pour overs to be revered and talked about for generations to come. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> yeah. that, like that's like that's kind of where my mindset's at, right? Mm. Uh as stupid as that may seem to some people, that's just how bad I want to succeed. Yeah. I want to lead. Like I want mm-hmm. to become a manager. Like I, I want to have a team under me of people. I want to be um, a part of their successes as well. Because yeah. I think that's something that looking back on my career in the military and being a team leader, man, nothing made me happier. Like, I didn't give a fuck if I succeeded. 
Mm-hmm. I didn't care if I did something cool. Like, I didn't care if, like, oh, we're going to range, we're going to weapons ball, shoot the M4, and I'm shooting 40 at 40. Like, yeah. which, like, I don't ever toot my own horn on anything, but, like, toot motherfucking toot. Like, I, I shot 40 at 40 for 12 goddamn years. Every yeah. time. Eat my dick. Like, you know <laughs> what I mean? Like, and I'm not saying I'm some badass because these motherfuckers I'm going to work for. Bitch with front circles around me. Okay. Yeah. And make me look like I picked up a weapon for the first time. I was like, what's that thing do? Bang. Oh, that's what it does. You know what I mean? Like, so I'm not saying I'm like, like, but I, in my field at the time, like in, in my little, little realm there, like my tiny little realm, like I was, I was, I was good. Mm-hmm. Right. Like I, I was proficient. Um, but what I found more exciting was watching my guys progress. Yeah. Like there was nothing like watching my soldiers go out there on the range, shoot a fucking 23 out of 40. We come back, we do a little work, make some adjustments. They go out and they shoot fucking 30 meters. Mm-hmm. my god bro i'm like i was that guy i was that team leader mm-hmm. that was laying in the prone next to my fucking joe on the line mm-hmm. and then when we go down and fucking pull the paper target or whatever whatever we're looking at we get the score from the tower mm-hmm. and this bitch just shot a 38 or 40 i'm fucking jumping around doing cartwheels. <laughs> not them me yeah, because I was so happy to see somebody else succeed and be a part of their success. Yeah, like that's cool fucking shit to me. Like that's what life's all about, right? Taking your knowledge, projecting it onto somebody else, and assisting them and helping them succeed in life. That's fucking cool. Not and that's that true I, leadership as well, right? And 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 that is, and I owe that, right? <laughs> I owe that mentality to guys like. Andy, Navi, DJ, Sanji, mm-hmm. you, Sauce, Deco. Like, you people are the ones that took me as a wee little fucking cry, right? <laughs> little mosquito and wings. guided me and made me work my ass off. I was the bitch of the platoon when I first got to that unit for, for months. Mm-hmm. I did everything. Everything. <laughs> yeah. Like, man, it fucking sucked. But what was cool is that not only was I taught how to earn my earn my place and earn my keep and earn my rank, mm-hmm. but it gave me a sense of pride in everything I did. Mm-hmm. And it also gave me a path to walk, knowing at the end of that path what I wanted to become because of what I had been shown was at the end of that path. And that was a true leader. That was a good leader. That was somebody who gave a fuck about their soldiers. And now coming into the civilian sector, my goals for this are to be the hardest motherfucking worker in the room. Prove that I'm worthy of whatever may come my way. And to eventually have a team of people underneath me that I can help guide and watch fucking succeed. That's what I want. I want to be a part of other people's success. Because when we all succeed together, everybody's like it's it's as a whole Mm -hmm. right everybody's doing better everybody's progressing everybody's learning everybody's becoming more successful so it takes a tribe and and that Uh, wrapping uh, all uh, this uh, up uh, (laughs) uh, wrapping all this up um full circle full circle (laughs) coming around you know we say it all the time but that that was kind of our original when we first had the conversations of starting this podcast that's what we wanted to do 
We wanted to talk about our successes and we wanted to also talk about our failures. We wanted to talk about lessons that we have learned from our heartaches and our difficult situations and positions that we've been in in life and how the fuck we got through it to try and give other people some sort of knowledge or guidance to say, hey, motherfucker, I know it's hard right now, but you're going to get through it. And this is how. And when you do succeed and you do get through it and you do grow and you come out on the other side, a bigger, better, badder motherfucker, I'm going to be right here to go fucking right. That's cool shit. (laughs) Now keep growing and keep progressing. That is what the tribe is all about. In my opinion, that is what Black Rifle Coffee stands for. That is what the company stands for. That is what Mm -hmm. Evan and Matt and JT and everybody else and Mr. Stump and Mr. Maddox and everybody encompassing, that is the shit that they want to see in fucking society. They want to see people succeeding and growing and then teaching others to succeed as well. Yeah. And passing that down and building that community, building that culture. And that is rad fucking shit. So I think capping this off, we say it all the time, right? My mantra, my sign off, my motto, (laughs) don't be a dick. But let's take that and break that down a little bit. Our personal, every day-to-day lives, guys. What can we do in not being a dick? What can we do tomorrow and the day after and the day after that and the day after that? To try and take somebody, not only lift them up, but teach them something that's going to benefit them in the future. What can we do within ourselves to be a guiding light, to be somebody that somewhere someone is going to look up to? In a positive light, you go, I want to be like that guy. I want to do what he does. I'm going to model myself after him. And I'm going to be a better man or a better woman or a better person. Because it's not just us dudes, right? It's the chicks. Yeah. I'm sorry, but we have a lack of real, caring, loving, compassionate mothers in society that are guiding our children. We need more real women, just like we need more real men in society. Ladies stand up too, because you have so much to offer society and your community and the children and the younger generations that are coming up and you need to grab that shit and buy the horns and fucking take control. We need more of you out there doing good things and setting the right example and showing others how to be compassionate, loving individuals. Just like we need men out there not only partaking in the compassionate, loving individual portion of it, but also showing people how to have fucking resiliency, how to be men, how to fight how to have a hard, good work ethic. How to fucking make something of themselves. And how to be protectors. So, going through the next week, until the next episode, um, I want you guys to think about that a little bit. right? Think about what you can do in society on a day-to-day basis to project something of positivity out into the community, out in into society 
on a day-to-day basis where somebody's going to look at you regardless of what you're doing, whether you're at the grocery store or the gas pump or work or daycare or whatever the fuck it may be and go, I want to be like that. I want to do that shit. That's cool. And then oh, yeah. they'll go home and model themselves after that. So that's kind of my challenge to you. I know that's what I'm going to do. Man, uh, Tuesday of next week's day one. Again, man, fucking scared. I'm scared. I'm a little, a little scared. You're uh, gonna be fine. But uh, goddamn, I'm so excited. That's so, <laughs> so uh, you know, it's been a long day. It's fucking oh, eleven yeah. fifteen here, and I'm a little tired. I'm not too sure <laughs> if I would partake in something that you got that could fucking help me out. But I know we got a lot of people out there that are working swings and working grades and long haul truckers and shit like that. And they need a little pick me up. And I know you got to pick me up for these motherfuckers. Oh, do I have a thing for you? (laughs) Cardomax.com. Go to Cardomax.com. Use the promo code BORNHARD. Get yourself 10% off. Get you the energy intensifier if you're feeling that that groggy midday. You need that midday pick me up. Or midnight pick me up. Or midnight pick me up, depending on what shift you're working. Mixing with some vodka. You're a lady of the night or a mister of the night. Who knows? Oh, a um, lady of the night. Yeah, we don't judge. No judgment here. No judgment here. Night. <laughs> um, <laughs> no, I'll get you that, that energy intensifier. It's amazing. Fucking great flavors. 200 milligrams of caffeine, B3, B6, B12, BCAAs, vitamins, all in it. Sugar-free, gluten-free. I think it's gluten-free. Yeah, all I think bees. it's gluten-free. All the all the bees. All the bees' knees. Um, yes. Get you that immune booster as well. Keep up on your immune system. That shit is great. And I like to mix the two. But go to, yeah, go to cardomax.com. Promo code BORNHARD. Get you 10% off. If you subscribe, you'll get an additional 5% off. Make that shit 15% off. And, uh, you know, save some money because we can all save some money right now in this uh, crazy economy. So go get you that cardomax.com. And how about if, you know, if they're, they're, uh, you know, in the gym, it's, you know, it's the beginning of the year. They starting their, their new workout routines. You're, you're going to need something as a, as a supplementation. You got to get some proteins, right? You got to get some, some, some BCAAs. Some we, we got God what man, is we, we got the new year, new you team, right? Oh, going yeah. I know. It's packed. It's fucking horrible. It's packed. <laughs> but listen, in all honesty, as big of an annoyance as it is when I go on the fucking train, right? <laughs> uh I really do love the new year, new me crowd. Mm-hmm. And the reason why I say this, no matter how much of a pain in the ass they may be, um they're in there to better themselves, which is fucking rad, right? That's good shit. That's, that's always talked about on the show today is being a better version of yourself, doing things that fucking scare you to grow and make changes and be better. One of those things is working out, getting in shape, getting healthy, taking mm-hmm. control of your own personal health and making that a fucking priority. Now, we can all go and we can go hit the gym all we want. Do all the cardio you want, you lift all the weight you want. But if you are not dieting and supplementing your program properly, you ain't going to get anywhere. Okay? 
I've been a brand ambassador for Blackstone Labs supplements for about six years now, going on six years. Um, trust me, guys, when I say I've tried them all, I've tried them all. And I don't stop, right? Like, <laughs> bro, my, one of my buddies, my, my main training partner out here, actually, right now, my boy, Alan, uh, he's a veteran himself. He's a manager at 406 Nutrition here in Flathead, uh, here in Kalispell. If you guys ever, if you guys need some supplements, go see my boy, Alan Storm, 406 Nutrition. We will take care of you and hook you up. Um, if, if you don't have the ability to order shit online or whatever the case is, um, good dude. But I have access to sample shit and try different things consistently, right? And I, and I do every once in a while. I'm like, yeah, fuck it. We sample the rest of the stuff that's out on the market. Um, and man, every time I come right back to Blackstone Labs, um, I've been using their products for about six years now. In my personal opinion, I, I am HO, right? Um, I personally believe that, that they are the best supplemental. Hands down. That's, that's just me. Um, I use them myself on a daily basis. We've got everything from your core shit to from your creatine monohydrates and your turmerics and your vitamin C's and your multivitamins and your glutamines, right? The stuff that you should have that is your staple core supplements that you should have in your diet and in your program all the time. Your fish oils, all that good shit. All the way up to legal pro hormones. Legal, L-E-G-A-L, right? <laughs> Not the illegal shit. Um, we have the legal hardcore stuff. We have stuff specifically for women and we've got some fire fucking gym apparel. Um, head on over to the website, blackstonelabs.com. Make sure you use my code magicman330 at checkout and it will save you 20% off your entire order. Guys, inflation sucks dick right now. Okay. The state of the economy is shit. It's a bag of unsurfed dicks and nobody likes it. <laughs> But to ease the pain, get 20% off your entire order at blackstonelabs.com. And it's going to help keep you in shape, looking fantastic. Blah, blah, blah. It's late. <laughs> uh, and prog ever progressing forward. On top of that, again, I'm a NASM certified personal trainer. I've been focusing on bodybuilding consistently and like actually focusing on it for probably the last three, four years. Um, I am still tossing around the idea of doing a show sometime, maybe next October. Um, I really need to see how my body handles this uh, TRT that I'm getting on um, and the test and kind of see where how my physique changes in the first few months before I make that decision. But I have the knowledge, I have the education, and I have the passion and desire to help people change their lives and build the best version of themselves that they could ever fucking imagine. And I'm not going to price gouge the shit out of you. I'm not charging you $500 a month like a lot of these other shit bags. Not going to happen. We will figure out what your financial situation and status is at the time. And we will make something that is going to work for you. Because at the end of the day, I could give a fuck about the money realistically. I just want to see you succeed and be happy, healthy, feeling sexy, looking great naked, and having a fuck ton of self-confidence. That's what I'm all, all about. So again... Slippity slip slip slide into my DMs at magicman330 on Instagram, or you can hit me up or Bernie for Cardo Max or any other questions or concerns or comments or manifestos that you guys might have. You can hit us up at the tribe email, the underscore tribe21 at yahoo.com, and we will get back to you. Um, 
with that being said, again, guys, I feel like I can officially kind of say this now. It's not an official sponsor, but hey, motherfuckers, I'm getting ready to live that life. <laughs> you want the best coffee in the game, get your ass over to blackrifecoffee.com. Sign up for the subscription service. Get the best coffee in the fucking lands at a great discounted price delivered straight to your fucking door whenever you need it. It could be weekly. It could be bi-weekly. It could be tri-weekly. It could be monthly, motherfuckers, for all we I got can. my shit coming in every two weeks now because I kind of went Boom. through it. <laughs> yeah. I, had all the, I had all those K-cups at the wedding, like during the wedding, and huh? they're huh? all gone. Oh man, it was wild. And I had them like, on, I I had them on a one month black rifle like, or fucking hard AF. Oh yeah, like, for three days straight, <laughs> <laughs> like oh, almost yeah. no water. Like, dude, it, it took me like, and this is maybe a little TMI, but uh, it took me almost a week and a half to get my piss clear again after your fucking wedding. <laughs> <laughs> like, it was bad. Um, it happens. But <clears throat> guys, like, you know what I mean, like, if you're not somewhere where there's a black rifle location or a Cabela's or a Bass Pro Shops where you can go in or a retail store that cut carries black rifle coffee 511 like, 511 like if you don't have one of those areas or those those locations where you can just go in and pick it up like dude go to the website snag that shit easy as that easy sign up for a subscription that. you're going to get a discounted price if you got the subscription service and you always get right? free shipping with the subscription absolutely there when you you're go there's part of the black rifle coffee club Boom. And you just go on in there, part of the BRCC Coffee Club, and you just go on in there and you're like, I want this shit, I want this shit, I want this shit. And it will be at your fucking door every week, two weeks, three weeks, a month, whatever, however you want to set it up. Mm-hmm. Boom. No need to fucking And you can change it out every yeah. fucking shipment too, which is dope. Oh, absolutely. You can kind of change I'll it up go, like, oh, I want these this ones week, this time. Oh, next time I want to try these ones. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, absolutely. And honestly, man, it's, bro, they have got some of the most fucking fire apparel out there mm-hmm. like the shit they got one of them so good i mean you got the and patriot shirt on got, got, got the, the sbr hat the sbr hat SBR flag you know, hat yeah uh I've, which I've got, speaking I've of sbr time. uh this could be a topic for our next episode but uh, apparently now we're all motherfucking felons so that's cool those are all cool things <laughs> right that's that's cool nice. deal yeah uh that's fun stuff <clears throat> uh so head on over to blackrifle.com, blackriflecoffee.com, and uh, check out everything you got, and get yourself some literally the best coffee in the land. Uh, mm-hmm. For all you whiskey drinkers, get your asses over to Lead Slingers, get some Viper semen infused whiskey to power up your day mm-hmm. and keep you safe from the zombie apocalypse. Sheepdog response. All uh, fuck, <laughs> Fieldcraft survival. <laughs> Go check out my Glover stuff, guys. Um, the time is now to get prepared. Because shit ain't gonna get any better over the next couple of years. It's about mm-hmm. to get way scarier. Um, and the more prepared that you are to not only protect and take care of your family, but your community, but also to be safe and secure in the event of a natural disaster or something of that nature. We got wild shit going on in California, flooding all over the fucking place, torrential yeah. downpour rains like California has not seen in decades. Fucking um, tornadoes hit in California. Like there was a tornado that hit in fucking San Bernardino and fucking South Central LA. Like it's wild. So I didn't even hear about that shit. Like I was just (laughs) I was just hearing more about the flooding up on the central coast from where I used to live, right? Um talking to my boy Beatty, who still works at the camp so um so I was hearing all about that crap. I mean we got the deep freeze that just hit. I was out working in negative thirty degree temps. That's ambient temperature, motherfuckers. That's not not even with a wind chill. Uh those days (laughs) sucked. I'm not gonna fucking lie to you. Um 
you know, we had that crazy deep freeze. We lost all those people in New York. Like shit's getting wild across the board, right? Mm-hmm. Tensions are ever growing, you know, ever increasing. Russia, like, I mean, so much going on and nothing, there's nobody better to learn from and how to mitigate these issues, but also how to survive in these issues from people like Mike Glover and Tim Kennedy and two right? Mm-hmm. People like that or the GBRS group, whatever. Go on YouTube, look all these gentlemen up, watch their videos. If you get a chance, go on their websites, fieldcraftsurvival.com, sheepdogresponse.com. Go look at their class schedules. If you have a class that is coming to you and it's financially, financially feasible for you to get into one of those courses, go fucking do it right now, right now. It's only going to benefit you and it's going to keep you and your family and your community safer in the long run. Um, with all that being said, man, uh, you got anything else? Is there anything I missed? No, I think RDFSeltzer.com. Go get the best 8% seltzers in the fucking game. They're amazing. I drank probably two cases to myself <laughs> in the course of two days at your fucking wedding. Yeah, that was pretty. That was I pretty just couldn't early. stop, man. I'm so good. So good. So good. So good. I'm ham sauce. <laughs> um, yeah, other than that, you got anything? No. Just the usual. With that being said, don't be a dick. Drink water. <laughs> Until next time, guys, we're a fuck at. We are out. Yeah.